0: To tea the entrepreneur artist podcast with me, Tanya Ingerson. This podcast is an interview that I did with Louise Russell, who's a painter and a sculptor. In this interview, we talk about Louise's journey on how she came to be doing a solo exhibition in January of her beautiful artwork. So sit back and relax and enjoy the chat I had with Louise Russell. Just had a nice cup of tea and a cake, which um, is quite a normal way to start on my podcast. So, just for our listeners, Louise, how would you describe your art?
1: I would describe my art as um, acrylic and mixed media on on canvas. Yeah. And...
0: When I've seen your work, like it's those beautiful pastel colours, mm. like you've said, and you did a series which is cobblestones, is that right? Yes. 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 Um, inspired by being back in England? Because that's obviously where you're from. Yes, that's yeah. right.
1: I went back to England earlier this year and reconnected with my family. And whilst I was there, we something actually that I'd forgotten about were the cobble streets. And we used to just play, my sisters and I, just on the cobble streets. And they used to have moss that was growing in between them. And I ended up taking quite a few pictures whilst I was there, knowing oh. that I was going to come back and paint something that looked similar I had no idea how or what that would look like and yeah that's how the cobble series developed and then from there I I guess I bought the cobble series to Australia as well because I was noticing the different patterns on the streets um, and, and started to take photographs of them and then the Australian cobbles developed from the english cobbles i guess and
0: Mm. isn't that you know that is really interesting that you know something you can have on your wall at your home that has that connection to you know here in adelaide have something that's connected to norwood being cobblestones in this Mm. abstract style that's the same as cobblestones in england Mm. i mean that's such a a lovely thing to be able to have Mm and are the canvases that you do in quite large sizes, because I understand that you do like an original, yeah, and then you'll do prints from those as well. Is that right? Yeah.
1: So my canvas, um, my canvas is varying size. the The smallest is probably about sixty by fifty, and then I've gone up to um, over a meter. Yeah. So um, it it really depends on how I'm feeling. Yes. Um, sometimes, That's interesting. Sometimes what I have in my head is is too small to put onto a a small canvas so I need to go large yeah so it's it's really just how I'm feeling at that moment in town
0: yeah and um I noticed that you know sometimes you actually use a lot of paint too you know you Mm. you really yeah I can actually for our listeners (laughs) when I said that like Louise just (laughs) did this wonderful oh yeah it's like and, and and I want to mention this because Louise and I are both big fans of Ben Quilty and he uses you know so much paint Um, and I've noticed that you
1: know that amount of paint is there great excitement with all the paint Yeah, I mean there's a couple of paintings that I have, a couple of canvases sorry that I have used and I've mixed the paint with I think it's called Mod Podge, and then I've put it into a food bag, so it's almost like a piping bag, and then just packed it on. Oh. Um, and it's so <laughs> exciting.
0: <laughs> I think you can see that in your work, and, and particularly, you know, the colours and things you use, like, it's very uplifting. Do, you, do people say that about your art? Yeah, yeah, yeah they do.
1: Um, I've had lots of comments about my art being really happy, and it's interesting because when I first started to paint... I was in a very unhappy place. Yeah. Um because I had I was really struggling with my mental health, but my art has has helped me change that around and mm. reframe it mm. and turn something that was really quite um ugly into something incredibly beautiful and and it is and it does make me happy
0: yeah and and I know that from people that have purchased it because I've been in a fortunate position where I have actually been in a gallery where I've sold your work so I've actually had that experience with customers as well is that there's this instant feeling good about it so when did you think that because you're now a full-time artist I
1: am. I yes. Was signed from nursing. Yes. Just last month.
0: Yes. After having leave um, from nursing for how long? Ah, uh, eighteen months. Eighteen months. So yeah. you've been building up, you know, this artwork and looking mm. at the career. So what made you think that this could be, you know, your life and and build a business around it?
1: Look after I um, after I completed my first painting. I knew that this was the beginning of something really special. I was blown away that I could create. Wow! And I knew that accompanied with my story and and how and my journey and how I how I had arrived at this first painting in June of last year. I knew that this was going to be something special
0: so for the listeners um, Louise's story of you know turning a very difficult part of her life into something really positive and and she smiles a lot when she talks about her art (laughs) (laughs) is that we're going to do a much more in-depth podcast in the future about that but for today we're just going to talk in quick chat um, about where she's at and and particularly about an exhibition that's coming up but just going back quickly to when you thought that you could mm-hmm. be an artist is that you did some art classes.
1: Is that yes, right? Yes, I did. So um with Simone Linehan. So I was having art classes with Simone Linehan and she was giving me lots of lots of ideas, lots of um just sharing her experience and her joy through through her art. And with that I I guess she really encouraged me to to find a connection myself with my art. Mm-hmm. And I was really searching for that at that time too. And I went to the art gallery and Ben Quilty was exhibiting. And I was absolutely blown away by his exhibition of the life jackets from the refugees. And mm-hmm. I spent so long in there just looking, engaging with them and really wanting to connect with my art in the same way that he did Mm. so I guess the skills then so I left the art gallery and I revisited again the following week and so those two combinations my lessons with Simone and my inspiration from Ben Quilty took me took me to a place that I had never experienced before and I just had this overwhelming desire to paint, and I painted nonstop for three days. Amazing! Um,
0: so that whole thing of, you know, kind of looking at how to get started, and you know, a really important point I think that you you went and had lessons, and the lessons isn't, um, you know, tell me if I'm mm-hmm. on the right path here, is that when you have the lessons, and even me being a photographer, I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was good to learn some skills, and that's always valuable. You're always learning skills. But it actually gives you that network and that confidence yeah. to go to the next step, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: and it's important.
1: And then I think from from there, I so many people seemed to present themselves just at the right time mm. and you know they believed in me. They believed in they believed in my art and um, you being one of them, Tanya, um and believed in what my aspirations were and my vision. And I've been very, very fortunate that I've had support from local businesses, local artists. My husband um, has been incredibly supportive and, and in, in it I, all of that I guess has led me to begin my career as a full-time artist.
0: Well, one of the things is many things that um, I'm a, a very big supporter of Louise. I think that she has, wonderful art really engaging and you know it's just something you want to have in your home or give as a gift but you know what I've really liked about what you've done is that from when you got that step of doing the the course doing um you know working out what it is that you want to do is that you just went out there and asked the questions in fact we Mm. met through a connection through family actually but you just went into galleries, whether they're big, small, and just said, you know, I'm an artist, and, you know, will you have my work in your art gallery? And, I mean,
1: that how did that feel when you went in? Was it scary? It was very nerve-wracking. <laughs> but I think what helped me to continue to do that is that every place that I went to, people were sharing their knowledge with me, and guiding me and supporting me and encouraging me. So it just inspired me to continue to do what I am doing. Well one of the ones,
0: sorry to interrupt, but one of the galleries um was Purple Cockatoo Gallery in Mm -hmm. Norwood. And um you know that and and that's a gallery that I've been involved in and that was just an example of Mm -hmm. of one of those. So The next thing, Louise, that you're doing an exhibition, Mm -hmm. is that right, at Urban Cow? And actually, this year, strange year, but time is actually moving quite quickly now, isn't it? So, 6th of January, um, can you tell the listeners what's happening?
1: So, yeah, on the 6th of January, um, that's the opening night for my exhibition at the Urban Cow. There's an opening night which begins at 5.30 till 730 30. And Grace under Pressure sparkling are sponsoring this event. Oh well, so we can share a bottle, a glass of bubbles. Oh, when, you, <laughs> when you um, when you come and join me, yes. And I have the entire gallery upstairs, which is a real biggie for me. And I'm just going to fill it with a collection of artworks that I've created over the last eighteen months. Um, some of my little sculptures. And also a few little surprises, which we haven't seen yet. So oh, fantastic. I'm really, really excited about that.
0: So for our listeners, there's going to be information on the landing page of of where this gallery is and, and also some information that you can actually go and have a look on Louise's website. But I want to ask the question, how did it come about that you're going to do this exhibition at Urban Cow? Like, What was the
1: steps that you went through? I just put myself forward and told them about myself. <laughs> See, I, you know, I
0: love that. So you just contacted them. Yeah. And yep. and the same thing, we talked a bit about that before, didn't we, that mm. it's scary to go into a gallery or yeah. go somewhere and say, look, I'm an artist, here's my work, and you get no's, you get yeses, mm-hmm. and here's Urban Cow, which is, you know, a very respected gallery with, you know, wonderful exhibitions. And this is a solo exhibition. Yes. Yeah, yes. how fantastic. Very so actually working out what you're going to put in it and how you're actually having the event itself, how did you go about that process? Was it a kind of a gut feeling of what you want to put in there or all the work that you've kind of done to this day?
1: Um, so, no, it's not all of the work. It's a collection of the work that brings me the greatest joy. And the collection is called Journey With Me and, and it basically is a collection of, of work that um that I have created over the over the last eighteen months. So is the cobblestones in there? Yes, the yes. cobblestones are Wonderful. in there. Wonderful. So there's Nord um, cobblestones. Yes. Some of the cheeky little monsters and my latest series, Alive and Kicking, is in there as well. Tell us a little bit about
0: that, the live and kicking. What's Where did that so, start?
1: The live and kicking started in the Fleury Art House and I've had a studio down at the Fleury Art House for the last five months which has been amazing mm-hmm. um, to be surrounded by like-minded artists and for Anna and Warren to share all of their knowledge with me has been so incredibly inspiring yeah but yeah the Alive and Kicking series happened one Saturday in my studio and I had my earphones in and I was listening to some fantastic music and I was totally in the moment Um, and it just evolved it just happened and it was a technique that I've not used before and when I'd finished, well, I hadn't finished the painting, but when I felt that I'd done enough for that day, I took my earphones out, and it was 3 o'clock. And I'd missed lunch. Oh. And I'd missed, there was also an artist talk that was happening down there at 2 o'clock that I really wanted to be a part of and listen yeah. to. But I'd missed it all. I was just... Wow. ...in the moment. And from there, I'd enjoyed that particular piece so much, I decided to make it into a series. So for um, we don't want to give too much away because we want people to go and okay. have a look at your
0: exhibition. Yeah. But still, is it in in the same sort of pastel colours or are you using lots of different colours in? And is it an abstract?
1: Yes, it is abstract, and there there are some pastel colours, some colours that I've created myself. But I'm, I'm using a lot of um, floor paints for, for this series, which oh. I haven't used before. So it's So Squeezy, better. runny. Oh, yeah! Into that, and actually, so lots of <laughs> texture and volume. And-
0: For our listeners, I just want to explain like when Louise was actually describing the paint, you know, she was very (laughs) animated about it. But you know what? The passion, Louise, that you have for paint, it really comes through into your painting. And that's, you know, that's the wonderful thing about art is to be connected with the artist's passion. And Mm. your work definitely shows that um and maybe we'll just talk a little bit about your sculptures because that's going to be the exhibition as well is yes that right?
1: yes the little russell sculptures that i create yeah. which are from paper mache yeah. and each one is incredibly unique i've made i'm not sure how many i've made i've made um an enormous amount over the last 18 months and there are not two that have been the same yeah um so yeah they they will be in the exhibition as
0: well so they're they're what I have loved about the the Russell collection the sculpted dolls Mm. is that they're so unique that you can't get anything anywhere like them and they are just such wonderful gifts for somebody that you just want something really quirky and just really interesting to give that they can have in your your bedroom okay. or your home and um, I was very fortunate is that um, having been part of Purple Cockatoo is that Vana de Stasio, who owns that gallery had one of those dolls commissioned um, and made of me so it's very wild curly hair <laughs> but it, it, it's interesting when people look at it they look at it and when I say well actually this is this is a a sculpture of me in Louise's style is that you can see yeah. that you've captured the character, and you do commissions for that too. I have. Don't you? I have
1: um, I've had a number of commissions actually, and I made one very recently for my daughter, who's just graduated as a teacher. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for all occasions, for birthdays, Christmas, and yeah. graduations, and just because. Yeah, and I that love for that for no reason. Yeah, at
0: all. Oh, that's the best. Well, Louise, really looking forward to this exhibition. Now, how long is it going to go for?
1: the whole of January
0: oh really yeah oh wow so until the 31st so Louise what do you think's coming up in the future for you
1: so we we as a family are moving house we are downsizing so we're moving in January which is another move to support my career as an artist so the so then next year my plan will be For it to be a little bit quieter than it has been for the last two years.
0: Well, selling a house, changing careers, and now being a full-time artist, new home. What an amazing solo exhibition.
1: Yes. So I'm hoping that I can start to focus solely on on my art next year. So I have a couple of exhibitions in galleries coming up. Um, I have plans for a new studio. And... Yeah, we'll see. There's a few little, few little things that I have in mind um, that so, I'd like to share with everybody.
0: Oh, fantastic. So if people want to know when you've got exhibitions, what's the best way for them to find
1: out? So the best way probably will be to subscribe to my mailing list online okay. yeah. because I send out regular emails to, to my subscribers first to let yeah. them know what, not what's happening, what yeah. exhibitions are coming up, yeah. um, but also on Instagram and Facebook so and
0: and i'll have links on the landing page for that as well and really if people go to your website all of that information is there yes yeah fantastic
1: i I update regularly with my blogs
0: oh wonderful So we're coming to the end. It's, it's, these quick chats are really difficult because there is so much that we can talk about. But we're doing this for our listeners so we can talk about really one sort of specific topic, which we have really covered today on your exhibition, how you've got there and what you're going to have in it. So we're going to finish up with the question I ask every artist. What do you love
1: about being an artist? Oh, there's too many favourite parts. Yeah. Um... Buying new brushes, buying, <laughs> buying new pots of paints and opening the pots of oh. paints. Oh, um, but I guess what I love more than anything is is doing what I love every single day. Mm. And also I like how it has lifted such an enormous weight that I've carried with me. For more than thirty years, and it's my art has enabled me to reframe my past, mm. and it has also provided a space for me to be still and to be present mm. and And that is just priceless. Mm. that is the best way louise to mm.
0: end this podcast thank you so much for being on the podcast and absolutely all the best of your exhibition i will definitely be there thank you Tanya. well i hope you enjoyed that chat that i had with louise russell on teeth entrepreneurial artist podcast It was such a really interesting, fun and really important messages, I suppose, came out from that chat with Louise of how she used art for her own personal therapy of overcoming a difficult past, which you can read her story on her website, to also being able to get her work out there and sell it and become a full-time artist where she's able to have a career and a living from her art as that entrepreneurial artist. Going to the Art Gallery of South Australia and just being inspired by the art there, having lessons of learning the craft but also learning much more of how to actually present her art and understand her journey I suppose. This has actually led her now to having a solo exhibition in January and you can just hear her enthusiasm and passion for doing what she loves. and she is just going to be so successful, you just know it. One of the places that Louise has sold her work and continues to sell is at Purple Cockatoo Gallery and Gifts. This is a gallery owned by Ivana D'Astasio and has been a shop in Norwood for quite a few years or for a few years now. And she has just taken that gallery online to an online store and gallery. You can go to this website, which will be on the landing page of this podcast as well, and you can read up about some local artists look at their artwork, be able to purchase it, buy something beautiful or a gift and support the local art industry here in South Australia. Well, please join me next time when I interview another entrepreneurial artist on Teeth Entrepreneurial Artist Podcast. Until then, bye for now.